After they kissed, Ben is telling his sister about the kiss and Miranda's telling her friend Chloe. And both Chloe and the sister are like, you go, girl. Yeah. I was sitting there like, it's not right. Also, she was like, we have to be friends. And then she goes with him to make out point. What? Like, what is happening right now? Hi, thirsty. Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast, the thirstiest Hallmark podcast on the internet. I'm Charlie. And I'm Mary. Today we're talking about Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Don't go breaking my heart. Ooh, I'm good in if I try. Classic song, guys. I remember the first time I heard that song was in Full House. Do you do you remember that episode where the guy, there's this like one guy from Michelle Tanner's elementary school that like sings a ton and he and Michelle do like a rendition of Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Anyway, Michelle I digress. I digress. No, I think it was Michelle. Wow. <laughs> I always think of the Backstreet Boys song that came out like last year. Baby, don't go breaking my heart, breaking my heart. No? No. The only, not the only, <laughs> the best Backstreet Boys song ever. You are my fire. When I first heard it though, I heard it on Kids Bop, which is like, like you know, when the kids like sing yeah. along to tracks. And I swear they said, you are my father, which has such, a, I was like, this is a weird song to sing to your father, but like, I'm glad you want to be like him. I was confused, but okay, yeah. We have to look that up. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Don't go breaking your heart, which aired. Saturday, March 27th, 2021. Good. I loved it. I would say 4.5. Yeah. Four cupcakes and, and another one with a bite out of the fifth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great movie. So like as a big overview, Miranda, hmm. um, she is a psychologist. She starts a breakup boot camp. Um, and Ben, a very cynical journalist, comes, takes her class. He start they start falling in love. He starts opening up. She finds out he writes an article. All hell breaks loose. But then they're able to tie it up in a nice bow. He writes a beautiful article and they fall in love. But let's get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> How did it start? So it's oh, it started. It starts at Good Morning Portland. That's it. Yeah, she's on a morning show talking about her six week breakup boot camp, and um, yeah, that's it. And then, and then it shows this guy Ben at a restaurant with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend is like, "I have barely seen you. You've been working so much." And he's like, "Yeah, but I'm trying to get a promotion." And she's like, "You're working way too much. You need to choose either work or me." And he's like, but I want you both. And she goes, wrong answer. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we forgot to talk about who played the character. No, that's later. Oh, well, I feel like this is important, though, to say. Ryan Pavey played Ben. Let me tell you, if Ryan told me he wanted both, I would be like, all right, that's fine. (laughs) Like, he is attractive, (laughs) y'all. She was like, no, kick him to the curb. I was like, girl. But then this is my favorite part of the entire movie, I think. He goes outside and he meets this girl who he does not know, but it is Miranda. They're both trying to get their car from the valet. And they have like a very tender moment where he's like being kind of vulnerable and he says that his heart's broken or whatever. And then he says... Yeah, you know, just a guy who said, you know, a girl gave him an ultimatum. He said he couldn't choose. And then she ends up leaving and he eats both entrees. I was like, yes, you do eat both entrees. I, For some reason, that line is just, it's going to stay with me. This movie was full of funny lines like that. 
I was laughing the whole time. I feel like I should now just go to a restaurant, pretend that somebody broke up with me, and just eat both entrees. <laughs> <laughs> this is at least the second movie this year where somebody's gotten broken up with a restaurant and then met their new love at that same restaurant. You know, talk about like a quick instant rebound. I felt bad for his ex-girlfriend, Jenna, because he just was moving on quickly. <laughs> She she moved on quickly, too. We'll talk about that. That's true. Um. So anyway, his sister, cut to the next scene. His sister. Kim. Kim. Um, says, you know, you should really address your emotions. Then we find out that 10 years ago, this girl Serena really broke his heart. We don't know how, but we do know that since that, he's never really been fully committed. And so she drags him to the breakup boot camp. Which she also needs to get over her ex-husband. Or fiance. Oh, okay. So they go... He doesn't realize that Miranda is Miranda. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of talking about how he's skeptical about the whole boot camp. And he's like, hey, you want to like go get a slice of pizza and ditch this boot camp thing? I'm not into the kumbaya kind of stuff. And she's like, no, let's give it a shot. And she walks in and she's like, all right, everybody. And he's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, time for circle. Time to get in the circle for Kumbaya. Yeah. And the boot camp has six weeks. Each week addresses a different topic, like closure and empowerment. What are the other ones? Trust. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he, the entire time is like asking questions. And we should note that the guy who was the Portland, like the, one of the hosts for Good Morning Portland has decided to sign up for the camp. So he is like being really aggressive towards Ben. He's like, shut up, Ben. (laughs) Ben's like, like, ah, yeah, the whole time like, they did not like each other. They didn't like Bink, and his name is Bink. Bink. We we could not figure it out, y'all. We were like, for the life of us, we had to IMPD the cast list to figure out what his name was. And but, he had an ambiguous British accent. Yeah, so it was kind of hard to like. Anyway, his name is Bink, and Bink was like, "Are you? Do you have a PhD?" And I was like, "Dang, Bink, coming in, <laughs> like coming in hot here." <laughs> um, but anyway, um. Ben apologizes and she's like, look, I think this could be helpful for you if you are dealing with the stuff that you said you were dealing with when you saw me outside the restaurant, but I don't want a cynic in my class. So Ben thinks about it and like a couple days later he decides to quit, but then his boss, so Ben's a journalist, and his boss sees a brochure for the breakup boot camp and is like, this is super interesting. You have to do it and you have to do a story about it. Get, Get the dirt. His last successful story was about a Ponzi scheme, and the boss is hoping that the boot camp is some sort of scam or fraud. Mm-hmm. And so Ben rejoins, and also Miranda has an ex-husband named Dex, who she's still not really over. And yeah. it's, she's, they show her looking through his Instagram, and she accidentally likes a really old picture, which is, like, so cringy. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, one Can of my imagine? worst fears. And... He calls her and he's like, I, I saw that you liked one of my old pictures. I really think we should talk. And she doesn't call him back. She's very upset about it. And he eventually comes to the boot camp and tries to talk to her there. And Ben steps in. He's the only one that's there. And he steps in and pretends to be her boyfriend. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the beginning of them like becoming friends. And so he realizes that she's going through stuff. She realizes he's going through stuff. And so they're kind of constantly throughout the movie digging deeper to see, pushing each other to get over their act. So then we cut to like the, you know, of course, like the mandatory like montage of all the different activities. There's like an obstacle course. Course, endurance or a lot of working out stuff. They, um, they do trust fall. Yeah. 
Oh, Ben is trying to find dirt. So he looks at her Instagram and sees that she goes to this rock climbing gym every Friday or every night. So he goes and is like, oh, yeah, I come here all the time. And he's like a really bad rock climber, but she's a really good rock climber. And they kind of are joking, but he's asking her all these weird questions about her business. And she's starting to think that something funny is going on. Yeah. Um, there's yeah, one matter. week that they dance and they salsa dance <gasps> together and the sparks are flying and she's getting her, she's getting tongue tied. She's like, oh my gosh, like, you know. And then the next time they have like a little special one-on-one is when they do a escape room and she and him go into this closet and then they get locked in. And she's like hyperventilating because she doesn't like small spaces. And so they kind of just talk to each other. So um, Ben decides that he wants to ask her to come and do something that he likes since he has gone to do rock climbing. And so they go and sit on the Jeep. Looking over the town of Portland. Um, and they ended up doing that two nights in a row, I think. Yeah, because they get hot dogs the next day. Can I also say big thumbs up for this movie and that the amount of times they get hot dogs. There's like this hot dog vendor on the street and they're just constantly getting hot dogs. And I just, I'm a big hot dog fan. All of this emotional stuff leads up to this moment where Dex is calling her, calling her, calling her. And she goes to the park and they do a trust exercise. And Ben finally opens up about Serena and how she dumped him when he was trying to propose and moved to Chicago. So... She decides, you know, after Ben showed this vulnerability that she's going to meet up with Dex and Dex tells her he's engaged and she's like, I'm fine. That's totally chill. Like you go, you do you. Like she thought she was going to be upset, but she wasn't. Yeah. And so then she meets Ben and they have hot dogs and they like are like, yay, like woohoo. And he's, she's like, we have to just be friends. You're my client. We have to just be friends. He keeps trying to ask her out. Yes. Through this whole process. Yes. And then he invites her to the... She goes and hangs out with him at the car again. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna... No, I can't date you. You're my client. Oh, sure. You want to go to make out point? Sure, let's go. <laughs> and they make out. They make out. Uh, and it's all so, fine and dandy. Yeah. And and then um, it's a regular night at the boot camp. Ben leaves, but he leaves behind the notes from his story. And they're a little bit salacious because mm-hmm. he's still trying to figure out what he's going to write. I think he was writing about how... She has this this breakup boot camp, but she hasn't gotten over her ex. I think yeah. that was the angle he was going to take. But then he couldn't fully commit to it because he was, one, falling in love with her, and two, realizing that her program really works. So anyway, we think he wanted her to meet to get hot dogs. Um, and He was going to tell her about the article. He was going to tell her. But she found this article first, so she goes and is just like, it's so upset. The emotion is real. And she was like, you shouldn't be a journalist. You should be an actor. Because that was a killer performance. Yes, she oh killed. Oh my god, we were in tears. She, yeah, she that was a killer performance. Let me tell you. He's trying to explain, but she doesn't really listen. And he's like, my sister, I didn't know. It was just me. And she, and she leaves. She's like, I got to go to my boot camp. So that night at the boot camp, it's the last night. He doesn't show up. The sister goes up to her and she tells her, I didn't know. And Miranda's like, yeah, I know you didn't know. And the sister's like, you've really changed Ben. He's a different person. Miranda says, I would love to believe that. They do this exercise where they read a letter that they wrote to their ex and then either burn it in a fire or mail it. And she writes a letter to Ben. She doesn't read it to the group because that would not be professional. But she says, I'm going to burn this. Oh, we should say that during this entire time, her boot camp is so popular that her and her best friend that own it are trying to find a replacement, right? Yeah, they're constantly interviewing people to to, to lead like, other sessions. Lead other sessions. So she's with her friend and they're both leading a session 
and they get a ton of calls and they realize that Ben's article is out and he writes this glorious I would like to describe it as like a you know how to lose a guy in 10 days Mm, like it was a that kind of article where she's like just professing their love and so essentially Ben professes his love to her and she runs after him well she goes to his office and he's no longer there and she goes to his boss and she's like where is he and he's like he got the promotion he's on on the the executive floor floor. yeah so she goes up to the executive floor he apologizes she apologizes etc and then she's like well you still have a lot to make up for and he's like didn't the article do anything and she's like no and he's like well what else do you want and she says you want to be my rebound? I was mm. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Why would you say? You're not going to rebound with Ryan Pavey. You're going to fall in love with him and you're going to like hold on to for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss and that's it. No, no. Oh, there right. is not a year later, but there is a three month later. I feel like Hallmark is listening to our podcast because the last couple of movies have had like a one year later, three months later. Right. I mean, no big deal, but are we changing the the general layout of Hallmark movies? Maybe. Anyway, so they have a three month later and she weirdly is in an interview with him talking about her boot camp and her new book. On Good Morning Portland. On Good Morning Portland. They're like, yeah, Ben, you fell in love with her. I was like, why is he here? What? I mean, it would have made more sense if he had been there watching the interview. Like he was sitting on the couch with her. I'm like, you're not writing a book, are you? But then they go back to make out point and they make out more. And that's it. I wonder if they did the three month later to show he wasn't a rebound. Do you think that's why? I don't they know. could have done six months. Why three months? I don't know. <laughs> pin. We gotta pin the director. That was Don't Go Breaking My Heart. A classic, guys. A classic. I do think it's um, gonna be a new classic for Hallmark. It had so much comedy. The story really made sense. It worked. The plot holes that we found were really small. They were just little things. And the actors were great, especially uh, uh, Italia Ricci. Yeah. So I guess we should just jump right into the next section, which is yes. who are these people? Italia Ricci. She was in an ABC family show. Um, Chasing oh. Life. Chasing Life. Yeah. She was diagnosed with leukemia. And Ooh. then it's. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and like the first episode or something. And then it's all about like living with it. And meeting people that also have cancer and she falls in love. And oh, my gosh. Guys, I never saw that. Oh, my gosh. It was emotional. It was really uh, emotional. It was do good. you know if she dies? I, Is it like a watch to remember? I don't. I don't know if she dies. But then she went on to be in Designated Survivor, which was, I think, on ABC and then moved to Netflix. So she's done some big things. She was in the Hallmark movie that was based off of uh, a Roman holiday. It was like they were doing a remake of a Roman holiday. Roman Love. Roman Love, yeah. You know who told me that's a good movie? Sheila. Hi, Sheila. It was good. It wasn't. It, it was. It was good. She reminded me a lot of Amy Teagarden from the New Year's Resolution movie. Yes. Friday Night Lights. Yes. That was also one of my favorite movies thus far. Yeah, she's really pretty. She had short brown hair, bangs. Not sure if it was a wig. I don't think it was. I, I think, think it might have been. I'll, 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 I'll look it up. I really liked her makeup in this movie. She had a pink lip gloss the whole time or lipstick that I thought was just very cute. Um, yeah, great actress. I had never seen her in anything before. Uh, if you're wondering, she's not related to Christina Ricci. I was not wondering. She's married to, I think, one of the most beautiful men in Hollywood. <laughs> what is his name? His name is Robbie Amell. Amel? He was in a Disney Channel show called Life with Derek. 
He was not Derek. He was the sister's boyfriend. And she broke up with him. And I think it was one of the most emotional breakups I've ever been through. Because he then stopped being on the show. And I was very upset about it. I couldn't believe she would do that to us. It doesn't look like it was a wig. I'm looking on her Instagram. It looks like this is her haircut. And the man was played by Ryan Pavey. I have if you a, don't know what he looks like, you Google need to look him, him up. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with Ryan Pape. And there's one reason behind it. And I, I think I brought this movie I, up in I every... I wonder what it is. <laughs> I wonder if you haven't mentioned it every episode. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. One day, if we ever interview the actor and actress from this movie, I apologize. Unleashing Mr. Darcy. Like, I'm not, apolo- I'm not upset with his performance. I'm just saying it was nothing like the book. And I will... Go down in history saying that. <laughs> I'll be like, on my tombstone, Unleashing Mr. Darcy was not an adequate adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Anyway, yeah, he was in Unleashing Mr. Darcy. He's been in a ton of Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. He's best known, though, for General Hospital. He had a really long stint oh. on that. Uh, I listened to his recent interview on Paul Green's podcast, The, the Grass is Greener, I think it's called. It's called that because Paul Green likes to say, the grass is greener where you water it. Not on the other side. Um, he seems really cool. He has a line of jewelry that he makes. Oh, cool. And on the Hallmark Facebook groups with all the crazy people that I'm on, he there's been a lot of discussion about if he's gay or straight. He's very private about his dating life. Hmm. I don't think he's gay, though. Just watching him in interviews doesn't give me that vibe. Got a real... Not that gay people can't have a low voice, but he has a very low voice. He sounds like a frat boy when he talks. Hmm. He kind of grunts all of his words. <laughs> He was in This Christmas, A Timeless Christmas, and then Matching Hearts, Christmas at the Plaza. I never oh, watched Christmas, Christmas at the Plaza. Oh, Christmas at the Plaza is so good. You got to uh, watch it. I should watch it. I think it was actually on recently. He was, was in with week. Aaron Krako, one of our everyone's favorites, I feel like, in Hallmark. He was um, a summer romance. I did recently watch that. Friend From Friend to Fiance. I think that one was... Oh, a movie that Hallmark bought. I don't think it was a Hallmark produced movie. Oh, I saw that recently. Yeah. And Harvest Love. That's one of my favorites as well. All Har- Harvest movies are. And then, yeah, those are all the Hallmark ones that I'm seeing. He was in the Christina Aguilera video for one of my favorite songs of hers called Your Body. Do you know that song? No. It goes, all I want to do is touch your body. Oh, 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 no. Unfortunately, no, but I should listen to it. It's a bop, and I don't know why it wasn't a huge hit. Uh, very, very, very hunky. Tall, dark, and gorgeous. True. He was good in this movie. My friend Walker texted me and said that she thought his voice was weird in this movie. I didn't think so. I think he just has a very low voice. Like, he's a low voice with, like, a slight vocal fry, which is why I think he normally plays very pretentious people. Because he, I mean, even in this movie, he plays like know-it-all pretentious people in almost every Hallmark movie I've ever seen. You're right. He also plays kind of like proper people. Yeah, yeah. Very dignified, very pretentious. I, I, would, I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch Timeless Christmas? No, I didn't. <laughs> you know, I watched, what was the one with Jen Lilly and um, Chris McNally? The ghost for Christmas or... Um, but it wasn't Chris McNally. I know. Oh, right. You're right. We thought it was Christmas. Um, I watched the spirit of Christmas. I watched the spirit of Christmas and I was like, I feel like timeless Christmas is very similar and I just couldn't do it. It was pretty cool. Was it? Maybe I'll have to watch it. (laughs) The best part is they go to, well, timeless Christmas is about a man who invents a time machine and ends up 
it travels from like 1900 to the present. And so this woman takes him to a pizza place and they give her the bill. It's $20. And he's like, $20? It's highway robbery. <laughs> Depending on how good the pizza is, it is highway robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so those are our leading lady and leading man. Mira, I meant to ask you before we recorded, who gets the Oscar in this movie? I think there are a few options. Mm. I, th- I think I know who you would pick. I want to hear what you think I'll pick before I pick it. Let me just find what her name was in the movie because I cannot remember. Chloe, the, the business manager friend. I You know what? I did want to give it to Chloe. <laughs> You're right. I did want to give it to Chloe only because she's always the best friend. She's been in so many movies, y'all, and she's always the best friend. She deserves a leading lady role. I think this is her second movie just in March. I Yeah, she's in every <laughs> single movie and she's always the best friend. She deserves a leading lady role. Hallmark, do better. Justice for Chloe. I think all of, all of my Oscars go for people that like I feel like should have justice given to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you guess who I think the Oscar should go to? I think it should go to Helen. Is Helen the old lady? Yeah. Okay, I thought her name was June, but I was kind of thinking that. She looks like a June. (laughs) What do you think? Who should we give it to? Because I think we should just pick one. Just decide on one instead of each. Well, Chloe's best supporting actress, so I feel like she can have her own category. But I feel like Helen did give a lot in the role especially in the last scene where they read the article and he's and he's like one session with her will help your breaking heart and helen goes or two and then she flips (laughs) the page that sold it to me yeah that was great (laughs) helen was this older woman with red hair very jolly this is her second time taking the course to get over her Mm ex-husband and so every step they're at she's like oh this was my favorite part when i did it before let's just also say during the salsa scene they had champagne helen was the only one that was drinking the champagne all these other people were trying to be very serious helen was like i love this day like i was wondering if you noticed that about the champagne (laughs) i thought that too Like all these glasses that already poured, they're just sitting there. Yeah, nobody was, nobody's partaking. And they also had like snacks, like strawberries. I think they were chocolate covered. Chocolate, chocolate covered strawberries. You don't let those sit, guys. No. That's an immediate eat. It's almost as bad as having a chocolate fountain. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, so. Oscar goes to Helen. Now it's time for homemade or hostess. Homemade are things from the movie that we really liked. And hostess are things that we didn't like as much. Why don't you go first, Miss Mary? Gosh, you've never called me Miss Mary before. Homemade soundtrack. I do think that soundtracks are indicators of how much time they spend in the production side of things, right? This soundtrack actually sounded like a rom-com. Maybe an early 2000s rom-com. Listening to it, and I was like, this feels like the production quality of a movie theater rom-com. Not just the songs, but also the scoring. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the scoring was beautiful. It's so funny. I recently watched like a really old Hallmark movie, like one that probably came out, not really old, but like one that came out like maybe 10 years ago. And y'all, there's a whole scene where it is accompanied by like a kazoo. I don't believe you. (laughs) Oh, we will watch it. I thought, so I read this book. I love to read Hallmark book that turns into movies. And it's called like Trading Christmases, I think is what it is. And it's very similar to the holiday, like very shockingly similar to the holiday. But anyway, they, in the movie, 
There is literally a scene. I made my sisters and my family watch it with me over. I bought it because I read the book and then I bought it on my sister's Amazon. So thank you, um, sister, for letting me buy that on your Amazon account. But <laughs> I told her after the fact. Um, but there's a scene with a kazoo in it. And my whole family was like, what are we watching? Homemade for me is the boxing scene. They really did a lot of activities now that we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Boxing, obstacle course, salsa, escape room, trust fall. It was six weeks of activities. I guess so. But it was cool. They were all like in sync doing like punch, punch, kick. And it reminded me of the boxing scene from Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, which is my favorite movie. And they did a very similar sequence. And I think they modeled it after that. But it was, it was a fun scene. Ben hits the thing so hard that it hits Bink. And Bink hits his nose. And he's holding his nose like it's broken. That was a good scene. I forgot about that. A hostess for me. This movie was ableist. All of these activities, you had to be able-bodied and kind of good shape to participate. There was boxing. Yeah. There was this strenuous looking exercise class they had to do that um, obstacle course. Do you have to come in with like a general general level of fitness to be, to maybe be accepted? They, maybe they have different courses that you can choose. I don't know. That's a good point. I think a hostess for me was the fact that she was making out with her client when she has her PhD and she has literally been a practicing psychologist psychologist before and I feel like that's a big no-no so maybe I'm wrong but I feel like that shouldn't happen and then everyone was like oh my gosh that's fine you need to live your life I was like no like isn't there like something that you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can ever date a patient I feel like that's a thing I don't know about time but you definitely have to wait so they're not your client but I think she said in the beginning that one of her she, like she had a rule that was you can't date for a certain period of time yeah, and she also said you can't date each other because everyone was going after the Good Morning Portland guy because he was mm. famous. That rule went right out the window. Yeah, but uh, after they <laughs> kissed, Ben is telling his sister about the kiss and Miranda's telling her friend Chloe. And both Chloe and the sister are like, you go, girl, yeah. And they're like, no, this isn't right. I was sitting there like, it's not right. Also, she was like, we have to be friends. And then she goes with him to make out point. What? What was that entire conversation 20 minutes ago? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They were always hanging out. And it just seemed a little excessive. And they were falling in love. But I was like, mm, can't we wait until the six weeks is over? Like, isn't that a possibility? Miranda. <laughs> Speaking of professionalism, throughout the movie, Miranda's trying to get her friend Chloe, who's the business manager for the boot camp, to also teach the classes and lead the workshop. And Chloe's like, no, I can't. I'm not, I'm not, that's not where I'm trained. We need to hire somebody who's like an actual psychologist. And they interview all these people. And Miranda doesn't like any of them. And she's like, no, I want you, Chloe. Like, Chloe is not a psychologist. She's not a therapist. She shouldn't be doing this and also if she's doing it who is going to manage the business yeah these are fatal flaws that nobody thought through also another hostess for me now that we're on this train she writes a letter to dex but the way she folds it you can only see dear dex and then it looks like a blank piece of paper and i don't know how you can fold it so that you don't see anything but the dear dex like it looks like she just wrote nothing like, it looks like they just folded up a blank piece of paper and then on the top wrote Dear Dex. I, I think a homemade writing. for me in general was the act. I feel like there were no duds in this movie. Like, everybody was really, really good. You're right. Everybody was strong in this movie. Oh, a homemade for me is the salsa teacher. Do you remember her? Yeah. She was 
thirsty. She saw that Miranda and Ben were not really dancing very well. She pushes Miranda aside, puts her arms around Ben, and you can see it on her face how happy she is. Mm-hmm. Actually, you could see it on a lot of people's faces whenever they got close to Ryan Pavey. They, they kind of lit up. Yeah. During the trust fall, there's this guy in the background, this extra, and it looked like it was Christmas in his eyes when Ryan Pavey was falling toward him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Same. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, hostess for me is the escape room. I hate escape rooms. I've I, always wanted to do one. Are you telling I me did, you won't do one with me? No, I did one once. It's so stressful. And I like puzzles, but I I found it very difficult. Luckily, I was with some engineers who were able to figure it out. I just thought it was really stressful. I didn't really get the fun part of it. And I want people to stop going to them. I, I've never gone. I really want to go. But no, I, have a, I have a fear that I will not be good at it. It's a, it's a myth that they're fun. It's a myth. People only go to get that stupid picture. At the end, that says, I escaped. Mm. Oh, homemade for me. There was a lesbian character in it. Oh, I right. liked her. Yeah. She was trying to get over her girlfriend who had a new girlfriend, and they had shared custody of their cat. And at the end, they show the cat on a leash. That I'm was so actually happy. cute. Yeah. I think another homemade for me was all the, like, <laughs> I know I live in the concrete jungle of Aspen, but you know what? I really enjoyed all of the scenery. They, like, had really beautiful, scenic places they were shooting they made portland look way cleaner than it is portland is dirty i think i think we're all we're used to like a five thousand person town that has zero dirt (laughs) no i went to portland before i moved here okay (laughs) from san francisco and oakland which is dirty too no portland is grimy and we didn't see anything like that no not the portland they were living in Mm -mm. i will say too her coats she had amazing pea coats Hmm. i'm in the market for a new coat (laughs) (laughs) I read on the Hallmark Facebook groups that they reuse the coats between movies. So sometimes you'll see someone's coat in one movie and then another movie. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I thought the script was really well done, too. I just feel like the movie overall was well done. Were there some plot holes? Yes. Were there some things that I questioned? Yes. But overall, it's just a good movie. I agree with you. It was high quality. Yeah. And this is the kind of movie that makes us like Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Like- and there weren't aim at water. <laughs> They didn't have to go to these cheap gags yeah. to make things like last try to be last funny. week's movie when she literally she she is aiming at waterfalls right because she's a photographer and her name was Amy Atwater and he's Mark North and he gives people compasses. <laughs> it's just like God get Lord out. or Cindy Cordello. I will never get over that one. I never will. <laughs> A hostess, but kind of a homemade for me, is my favorite line in this movie. I made Mary watch it three times. I was annoyed by the third. (laughs) What was it? Oh, before the trust fall, Ben is telling everybody the story about Serena, who's his ex who he proposed to, and she dumped him at the proposal. Oh, God. And how sad he was. And his sister goes, I've never seen him like that before or since. And we're like, or since? That's good. It's good you haven't seen him like that. What? I don't think she understood the line. I get it. Yeah. I've never seen him before. Sad. Or since. That's when you go. That just shouldn't have been there. I I have to say it again. I've never seen him like that before or since. Like, that makes it worse. After the third time watching it, it was no more enjoyable than the first time watching it. I think a hostess for me was that this movie was not sponsored by Jersey Mike. We've watched so many Jersey Mike commercials, and now all of a sudden we're moving to another sponsor. Guys, how many pilgrimages do we have to make? Yeah, no Jersey Mike's, and instead we had Noon. 
And not only Noom commercials, but Noom, Noom everywhere. product placement yeah. in the movie. Maybe that was why the soundtrack was so good, though. That's, that's it for me. Yeah, that's all I've got. Now that we're done with Homemade or Hostess, our next segment is who would we play in this movie? Hmm. Oh, I was the annoying client. At the very beginning, there's this one client who's like, I wrote a ton of cuss words in my letter. Like, is that bad? And then we find out later on that they read the letters out loud to everybody in the circle. So, <laughs> girl was probably like, and beep, and blah, 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 beep, blah, 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 beep, beep, beep. Like, that was me. That's an example of Hallmark getting even more pro- progressive. I feel like they wouldn't even mention swear words in the past. Mm-mm. It didn't exist in the if, snow globe. If we start hearing swear words, <laughs> that's when I turn off Hallmark. That's when we switch to Up TV. And then I would be Emmett. Oh, who, homemade yeah. for me. Mary thought Emmett was very hot. I we like, thought he was hotter than Ryan Pavey. I mean, in the short second we saw him, I was like, I don't think he's hotter. I just think he's a different type of hot. Yeah. So Ben's... Ex-girlfriend from the beginning, he runs into her and she's with the new guy, Emmett, who is her co-worker. And at first she's like, uh, we're just going to lunch. And then Emmett goes, no hard feelings, right, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I think I could do it. I could tap into my bro side and deliver that line with with believability. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Especially after my star turn in Big River, my big line was, any men on this boat? <laughs> about that oh man watching your un plays is my favorite activity um mary this mm-hmm. movie had a three month later but we didn't get that much from it all we got was that she was writing a book expanding the business and they're still making out at that lookout point what do you think happens in a year great question charlie i think that ben and her are still going really strong and chloe is taking on more and more activity and now they need another coach And Ben has been really good at writing wonderful articles about them. But also, he's been more into doing articles about himself and, like, their the emotions. And so you can tell that they're both just really growing emotionally. And I think that a year later, he meets her for hot dogs. (laughs) Because that's how all good engagements start. And he says, I want to take you somewhere. He takes her to the restaurant where they first met. And he tells the valet to take a really long time getting the car. Mm. And little does she know that he's really there because it's the first place they met. And so he tells her this whole story about how when he first met her, he was shut off from the world and how, how much has changed in a year. And when the valet comes, instead of giving him a key... They give him a ring box. Oh. And he gets out on one knee. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm good at this now. Hallmark should be writing me commissions. He gets out on one knee and he proposes to her. And she says yes. And they build an empire together. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm going to post a meme. I'm trying to work it out about this movie. It's called Don't Go Breaking My Heart. And my meme is going to be something like, and I, I did put this on a story, but I'm still Figuring out the exact wording. It's going to be something like, don't go breaking my heart, but please go breaking my back. (laughs) Charlie. Do you like that? Dirty. (laughs) Dirty for Hallmark. Sorry. I'm sorry. I have to. And I can't think of anything else either. (laughs) If I had another option, I might go with it. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. Next week, the movie is 
One Perfect Wedding? Is that what it's called? E- yes. It is a continuation off One Winter Weekend. Um, it's essentially two couples go to a cabin or two different. So two sets of friends go. They think they have a cabin to themselves and they rent a cabin together for some like some strange reason. And they um, end up coupling up and falling in love. And then I think about this constantly because in the second one, he's like designs like snow snowboard and skiing gear. So I watched it my first winter in Aspen. I watched the first one. And then my second winter last year, I watched the second one. Now I'll watch the third one. Um, but I, I remember because he designed a helmet where they had a hole for a women's ponytail. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, that is an ingenious idea. Like, where is my ponytail supposed to go when I'm wearing a skiing helmet? I wonder if it's structurally safe. I don't know. I bet it would crack. Maybe. Maybe that's why nobody said it. But I just remember that was his invention. And I, guys, I've thought about that. I've thought about that scene so much. Every time I put on my skiing helmet, I've thought about that scene. And that is... uh, I'm excited about this movie because I think it's the first time Hallmark has had a bald leading man. He did not used to be bald. In no, he shaved movies. his head. Yeah. He shaved his head for this movie. Or maybe that's how he wears it normally. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm sure a lot of the Hallmark actors wear hair systems. Hmm. I'm sure of it. I'm not going to name names. I don't want to. It's nothing to be ashamed of if you do. I know a guy who got one. Um, he was in the fashion show with me last year. Oh, really? Yeah, and I didn't even notice. Like, the first year, he had, like, really short buzz cut. And then the next year, he had this, like, luscious hair. And I was like, oh, I guess he grew his hair out. But he told me, no, it's a hair system. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think I think it's kind of bizarre that they're doing this movie for the spring movies. Because the other two were winter movies. So they just really changed seasons on us. But I'm excited. Um... To finish out the trilogy, I guess. Or maybe there'll be more. Maybe it'll be like a Good Witch thing where we'll have like a movie every year. Yeah, I haven't seen the earlier ones. Hopefully I'll be able to watch those before One Perfect Wedding. That's all for us. Until next week, remember, stay thirsty. You know what I wanted to talk about a little bit? I've discovered this woman on TikTok. Her name is Canada's Dating Coach. And she is always preaching about a three-month no-kissing rule. Oh. Do not kiss for three months. And I think it's really like a hallmark courtship. Mm. And she says that because one, for, she says it for two reasons. One is she says that kissing creates hormones that would make you feel more connected to a person than you really are and that you really should be because you actually don't know the person that much if you have known them for less than three months. And the second is as a way to vet the guys or girls Hmm. where if the person's not okay with agreeing to a three-month no-kissing dating rule, then that's a sign that that they're not looking for a real relationship or partnership. Oh, interesting. And I I feel like some of the things that she said in her TikToks were in this movie. Hmm. She wrote a book called No More Assholes. I feel like this is, um, you remember the movie that Meghan Markle is in, like a guide to daters? Daters Daters Playbook. Daters Playbook. I feel like this is very similar. You're right. That movie's crazy. Because remember the woman who's now on One Calls the Heart, the woman who wrote the book? Who is she? I think she's Chris McNally's mother. That blonde woman? Oh, yeah. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's also on Netflix's um, TV show, um, Virgin River. Yeah, she works constantly. Mm -hmm. She wrote this book called The Dater's Playbook, and I think halfway through the movie, she decides that it's all wrong and writes another book. Yes, she does. 
Yeah, she does. But it's like when Meghan Markle says that she doesn't want to date the guy that she's actually falling in love with and she has to date the guy that write in Dater's playbook. And then the next scene, she's like, oh, it's wrong. And she's like, ah, darn it. I ruined everything. Right. That's like the conflict area. That was a, weird, that was a crazy. So, totally worth watching, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially now that she's a princess, duchess. Yes. Fergalicious. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, we did go to college together and I think we stood in line together in the student center. <laughs> They're best friends. 